0: the show this is chris to chris comedy advice to fix your life i am your host chris joined in the studio today by the one the only mike the audio engineer extraordinaire he is in the room with us today mike go ahead and let the folks at home know you are a person what just say something mike i very original as usual thank you very much mike we also have our newest best friend in the whole wide world how long have you been here bro I don't know how long I could say you are new, but then let the folks at home know you are real, por favor. I am definitely a real person in the room. Muchas gracias, señor. I am Chris. You guys might know me from mostly this podcast at this point, right? This podcast. I got some YouTube channels. You can look them up or I could just say them real quick. Chris versus the world, this living, uploaded.com. <laughs> Brings them all together. You guys know the drill. If you have been here before, if you haven't, this is a podcast that is sold everywhere podcasts are sold for free we're on podcasting apps everywhere just download a podcast app look for chris to chris if you can't find it that way look for chris to chris up and loaded look for i don't know just find us please please actually you know the quickest way to find us is to go to our website uploaded.com link at the very top it takes you to apple's podcast if you have a podcasting app it should open from there it should open your app you could subscribe it's wonderful it is wonderful. We need your reviews. We need your views. It's going to be awesome. I, uh, you know, enough, enough with, the, with the plug-in, with the plug-in. Let's get more to the play. This week we have a wonderful show for you guys. We're going to be talking about, let's see here. Ah, oh, shit. Politics. Okay, buckle up, folks. We're also going to be talking about E3 2020. That's this year, if I am uh, looking at my calendar correctly. We also have The Last of Us on HBO. We got some Lost Sisters. We also have some wonderful listener questions. We have now said wonderful at least two times, so we must cut off the wonderful. Wonderful, you are cut off. No more drinking for you. Whew. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So we had a, a, a super Tuesday on, on a Tuesday this year. Joe Biden, he, he kind of made a comeback, huh? At least that's what uh, the news channels are telling me. Comeback king, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. I thought that guy was a goner, yo. When he started telling people about his his leg hair in the pool and getting in fights with corn pop, I was like, dude, this this guy's he's he's gone. I mean, I mean, literally, he's 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 gone. He's gone. The dude is mentally losing it. I don't say that with with joy or gusto. It's just obvious. The guy can't finish a sentence completely to save his life these days. So he is now. Apparently the front runner. So if uh, Bernie doesn't pull through, because it's now pretty much uh, Joe versus Bernie. And the media is all about Joe right now because Joe's going to keep their paychecks fat. So if Joe becomes the the candidate, it's going to be Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. Talk about a shit show. I think Trump would win that, to be honest. I don't say that as a fan of Trump. I think Trump would win in a fight against 2020 Joe Biden. No, go back four years? Go back eight years? Biden would have stepped toe-to-toe, but I don't, I don't think so no Mo. Anyway, he, Joe, Joe's back. Joe's back, at least in the eyes of the media. He convinced Mayor Pete and Amy Kay to quit right before Super Tuesday, which means that he either kidnapped their husbands or, you know, the more likely scenario is that he offered them a position in his White House. Bernie did pretty good, too. You know, he won California and uh, Colorado. California is, uh, a, I think, if you look at the uh, electoral map, California is worth literally one million electoral votes. You know who else was there? Uh, Elizabeth Warren was there, I think. Uh, uh, Biden beat her in her own state. She just uh, dropped out yesterday as well. So we people are dropping like flies. So it's, I mean, I, I said it was Joe versus Bernie But Tulsi Gabbard is technically still in this thing, too, because the other guy that was there was Mr. Michael Bloomberg. He didn't win shit. He didn't win shit. Oh, actually, you know what? He he won American Samoa, which, if you don't know, is an island kind of close to Australia. He got four whole delegates after spending a shitload of money. Tulsi Gabbard got the other one. She uh, got—there's one more left, so I don't know if Tulsi's going to get it or or Bloomberg's going to get it, even though he's officially out now. Just give it to Tulsi for fun. According to NBC, he got 49.9% of the votes in American Samoa, which was actually only like 175 votes. (laughs) He probably spent a grip on ads out there, too. Fucking asshole. In total, in total, this fool spent about a half billion dollars, a little bit more than a half billion dollars by most estimates, Over half a billion dollars trying to buy this election, and he didn't win shit. Sorry, I mean, he he won American Samoa. I'm I'm sorry. Let's not forget the, uh, the great people of American Samoa. And then on Wednesday morning, he said, Look, I just wasted $500 million and made an ass out of myself in two debates. I hereby quit. I love Joe Biden. That poor... Poor, rich man. Now, you might have picked up on it, but I do not like Bloomberg for some reason. You know, something about him just screams, Satan, awful human being, something like that. That's, that's the impression I get of Bloomberg. But I'm starting to think that maybe I am the awful human being. You know, this poor man just wanted to buy his way into leading the most powerful country on Earth. And here I am making fun of him on my podcast. You know, you don't kick a man when he's down. Even if that man is a complete, total tool. So this week, we're going to try to find out the the good in Michael Bloomberg. But first... It's just the tip of the week. So last week, I got a notification around 1, 1.30 a.m., Uh, asking me if I was trying to sign into my Yahoo account from the the great state of New Jersey or somewhere on the East Coast, New Jersey, North Carolina, somewhere over there. So I pulled up my Google Maps and I, I made sure that I was in fact still in California. I was, I was. So I told Yahoo, no, that's not me. That's not me. And I don't know if I'm supposed to be angry or flattered when somebody tries to break into my account, but I'm leaning towards angry, you know? These days I only use my Yahoo account to to sign up for like promotional shit. You know, something where you need an email but you don't really want to get emails from these people all the time. Like maybe you're you're trying to buy something from a store and they want your email. Like, oh yeah, Big Lots, here's my email address and it's just some shit you never use, right? So it's kind of like breaking into somebody's mailbox so that you could steal their junk mail, right? It's dumb, but you could do it. It does piss me off. It pisses me off. On Sunday, my wife and I decided to rent that movie, Parasite. Oscar-winning movie! I think it was the best movie of the year, is what they, they gave it. Uh, Oscar-winning movie, Parasite. By the way, uh, it's a good movie. Uh, it's a good movie. Definitely a movie to watch with the whole family. It is a, technically, it is a family movie, because it is about two families. I actually did really enjoy it, and I think you should definitely watch it with your young children. Anyway, about uh, 20 minutes uh, from finishing this movie, I get a text message from my bank. They said, "Hey, congratulations! We found suspicious activity on your credit card over the last two days. Two days. You wait until now to tell me. You no, know, it's like the first day didn't count. Second day, we're like, okay, okay, okay. You might want to know. You might want to know. So we pause the movie, and you know, I'm paranoid. So I get on the horn to talk to my bank. This asshole." tried to use my card info to spend like $30 at a gas station and $100 at a Domino's in San Bernardino. First of all, Domino's? Domino's? You've stolen my name already. Don't piss on it too, okay? Okay? We live in Southern California, motherfucker. You have a lot of pizza options out here and you chose to throw my name under the bus with some Domino's? $100 on dominoes? Like, Chris doesn't just like dominoes. He really likes dominoes. He likes $100 worth of dominoes. You should be in prison for that alone, asshole. So, I'm talking to my bank, and I say, yeah, yeah, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. I only use this card pretty much for hotels. For hotels. That's it. Turns out. The only reason that my purchases, my purchases, I'm using quote, quote fingers right now. The only reason those purchases were declined was because my card expired in November. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I had no idea. I said, I said, how did he even use this thing? And the guy was like, well, he didn't got declined. In fact, that's the only reason it got declined. This asshole must've been using one of those like uh, wireless card readers that you hear about on, on the TV. You know, those, those paranoid news stories apparently they're real. That means that he was just standing in line next to me with his hand hovering next to my ass so he could read my card number. Anyway, what I'm getting at is the tip of the week is to always use two-factor authentication when an app gives you the option because uh, Yahoo might save your ass or some guy might steal a credit card from your ass. Actually, uh, that doesn't really apply to a credit card. Uh, For a credit card, the tip is to uh, always carry your credit card around in a lead box wherever you go. Lead box with uh, asbestos filling, preferably. Anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. Well, not much happened in the world of video games this week. You know, Nintendo announced that Mario Kart Tour is finally getting real multiplayer added to it. You know, like every other Mario Kart game before it. It was the first Mario Kart game to come out, and you couldn't play it with friends. They pretended like you were playing with other people. They had, uh, uh, When you would race in a game, these, these uh, Marios and Luigis and Peaches and Toads and Donkey Kongs, they all had names above them. Like somebody else's name, it would be in English sometimes, Japanese sometimes, but it was always a bot. It was never real. It was never real. It was fraud. But apparently they're finally getting a multiplayer mode. I'm assuming you'd have to play that over Wi-Fi because you can't trust a mobile connection to give you Mario Kart speeds at 60 frames per second. So Mario Kart Tour is getting a a multiplayer mode. But other than that, nothing. Nothing happened. Well, almost nothing. If you've been following the news, the news that you get on this podcast, for example, you've noticed that uh, companies keep bailing out of conventions this year because of the coronavirus. Some, uh, some shows, some trade shows have been delayed or canceled altogether because of the coronavirus, like uh, specifically video game shows. And uh, like you have uh, GDC, PAX East, I want to say, uh, Facebook, Microsoft, Epic, Sony. All of these companies keep pulling out of these things. So the, the, the people holding these shows are just like, look, we're done. What's not happening in 2020? 2020 is such a, a pretty symmetrical year. But the coronavirus is really screwing it up, right? So uh, I was starting to wonder if E3 was going to be on the chopping block this year. And right as I'm wondering that, the ESA, the Entertainment Software Association, these are the same people, I believe, that say, hey, microtransactions are A-OK for kids. The ESA is saying, don't think this way. Don't think this way. E3 is totally happening. On Monday, they gave a statement to Vice saying, Everyone is watching the situation very closely. We will continue to be vigilant as our first priority is the health, wellness, and safety of all our ex-blah, blah, 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 blah. It's don't worry, everything's fine. Please come to our expensive show where we make millions of dollars every single year. So it's very, very possible that it will uh, still be canceled, in which case, E3 could really be dead, could really be dead. If, if they cancel E3, they are in trouble because you know Nintendo is going to still put out their Nintendo Direct. Sony already said they weren't going to E3 for the second year in a row. They're going to put their Sony Nintendo Direct out. What does it say to play? And uh, Microsoft will probably do the same thing. They'll, they'll all put out videos and they'll all say, wow, this was a lot cheaper than coming to the show. We still made a lot of money from this awesome big commercial we did, and yeah, we saved money. Let's not do this anymore. So E3 might be. might be uh, dying very soon. might be dying very, very, very soon. Like, like it got the coronavirus. I hope you know I hope the best for everybody that got the coronavirus. I <sighs> am rambling. I'm rambling, I'm rambling. Like I said, Sony already said that they weren't going to go. Like maybe China gave Sony a hot tip on the coronavirus before it happened before the rest of the world knew. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. June is three months away. You know, we might have flying cars that run on the coronavirus by then. Let's see what else. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, apparently, HBO is developing a, uh, a series for the game The Last of Us, which was an awesome game. If you've ever played it, it was on the PS3 and later ported it to the PS4. The best way to play it is on the PS4. The Last of Us, it's a post-apocalyptic game, zombies and all that, but it's really the human interaction story between a grown man and his daughter figure, Ellie. It's a great game. I've beaten it like three, four, five times. I don't know. I love that game. For the longest time, they were planning on making a movie of The Last of Us, but uh, you know, apparently that's not happening right now, which I only see as good news because Sony has been dropping the ball. They've been dropping the ball but this uh, The Last of Us series is going to be run by, I think his name's uh, Neil Druckmann. He, he wrote the story, I believe, of The Last of Us, and he was the creative director. And he is uh, producing this show with HBO, along with, uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he was the, uh, I think, the, the, the big creative lead on HBO's Chernobyl, which I've seen half of. I can't wait to see the second half of Chernobyl one day. Anyway, that's what's going on. I think it'll be a lot better than whatever movie. You know, if they made a Last of Us movie, they would have tried to cram an 18-hour game into a two-hour movie, and it just wouldn't have been good. It would have been like Avatar, The Last Airbender, trying to cram a a, a 26, 13-episode show, I don't know how long the first season of Avatar was, into a a 90-minute movie directed by M. Night Shyamalan. It just sounds like a bad idea. sounds like a bad idea. Anyway, that's your video game corner. Let's get back to Michael Bloomberg. I know you guys are just breathing a sigh of relief, like, oh, thank God. We can finally talk about Bloomberg again. Look, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to find something nice to say about this man. It's easier said than done. But let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, 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 he is not the most racist man I've ever seen on TV. Don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. He is a racist man. But I've seen people that were even more racist than Michael Bloomberg. Mike? Del? You guys ever see American History X? Edward Norton says some really racist things in that movie. Probably even worse than the stuff Bloomberg said in that leaked tape. Remember Roots? Roots? Mississippi Burning? A Time to Kill? Mike Bloomberg? Mike Mike Bloomberg wasn't in any of those movies. There you go. There you go. I'm not sure that's good enough, though. I'm not sure that's good enough. I think we could find something even nicer to say about Michael Bloomberg. But first, let's move on to the news. Ashley Thomas and Toya Wimberly of Pennsylvania, USA. They have discovered that they are sisters after knowing each other for 17 years. According to UPI, they met each other in sixth grade and became pretty much best friends right away, right? About two years apart in age. Ashley is 31, Toya is 29, and for some reason, they look a lot like each other. Hmm. Apparently, Ashley's mom passed away, rest in peace. She passed away and her friend ran into some pictures of Toya's dad on Facebook and figured he might be Ashley's dad too, you know? Sounds to me like Ashley's mom's friend spends a lot of time on Facebook nosing around, minding other people's business. But, you know, maybe it was a good thing this time. So so they reached out to this guy, Kenneth Wimberly, and he said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I remember banging your mom, something like that. He was kind of bummed uh, to find out that, uh, he didn't know this whole time. He's like, yo, I, it's kind of it's screwed up that she didn't tell me this. But he had a pretty happy face for the news cameras. Like, hey, at least I know now. Can you believe that, Mike? Talk about an injustice, right? His daughter owes him 31 years of Father's Day gifts. I kid. I kid. That is a, a, a warm, heartfelt story for the ages. Uh, I figured we could have a nice, fluffy story In the midst of all this politics, a fluffer story, if you will. All right, all right, all right. I think we've come up with something nice to say about Bloomberg. Now, this isn't easy for me to say, but Michael Bloomberg might be the sexiest man alive. Now, hear me out. Last year, I think they gave it to John Legend. But take it slow. I think this year it's going to be all Bloomberg. The man just reeks, he reeks of charisma and sexual passion, right? Right? I don't think I can find a single clip of this guy when he is not wearing a tie. Every time I see him, he is wearing a tie. Even when he's trying to dress casual like the everyman Joe Sixpack. He looks like a rich asshole every single time. And a lot of ladies like rich assholes, you know? He he still wears a tie. Even when he's trying to dress casual, he's wearing that tie, he just throws a sweater vest over it, just like his fellow blue-collar brothers and sisters might do. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I go bowling, I wear a tie with a sweater vest. Just listen to this man talk about ice cream. Where's my ice cream? Ah, thank you. Mmm. Big gay ice cream is the best. That is a real clip that the Bloomberg team tweeted out with no context whatsoever. They just tweeted that clip out. Let's play it again, you know, let's play it again, Fuck it. Where's my ice cream? Ah, thank you. Mmm, Big gay ice cream is the best. So he's eating ice cream, wearing a tie. I I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's something people do but you don't do it on purpose in a video trying to look normal. He, he's, and he eats the ice cream like it's the first time he's ever touched ice cream. The, just You know, screw it. Mike, uh, we, we need to put this on the website. We're going to put this on the Uploaded website, Uploaded.com. He, he stabs the ice cream with his spoon like he has no idea what he's doing. Like, he has no idea what he's doing. And then if you look closely at the cuts, just watch the cuts. He puts the ice cream in his mouth. The next cut, the ice cream is not in his mouth at all. Like, right away. It's like as if he's trying to, to speak. You have to watch. You have to watch it. But it's like he actually spit the ice cream out after he put it in. Just listen to him pretend to care. He does it like nobody else. The man is pure sex appeal. I can't believe he only won American Samoa. You know? You know? You know, I guess we're going to have to kick ourselves with what could have been Mike Bloomberg, president, asshole. Del, what time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. Thank you, Del. Listen up, folks. We have some wonderful questions this week. And if you want to ask us some questions, remember that you can anytime. You can ask us questions on upandloaded.com or, of course, where it's very easy for most people on our Facebook at Up and loaded. Well, that's at our Twitter at Up and Loaded. We're at Up and U P N L O A D E D. We're on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Whatever. We just want we just want you to be a part of the community. Up and Loaded. We ask uh, for your questions every week. Every week, it's wonderful. And this week we have. Oh, you know what? Shoot, we said wonderful. What, I feel like we should have some kind of alarm when we say a word too much, like uh, Pee Wee Herman. I think what I'm trying to say is let's just get to the damn questions. Yilly asks, Can you opt for a cold handshake instead? Now this is gonna this is gonna need some some uh context because when we asked for questions this week on our Facebook page, we said, attention, anyone that asks us a question for this week's podcast will be entered for the chance to win a warm handshake. And Yilly's asking if we can get a cold handshake instead of a warm handshake. Yilly I'm afraid that the warm handshake is non-transferable, nor can the warm handshake be redeemed for cash or other prizes. Now, to give further context, in fifth grade, our teacher, Mr. Keen, would always offer a warm handshake as a prize. Anytime we were going to play a game or something, we'd say, what do we win? Mr. Keen would say, you win a warm handshake. You know, that that didn't really sound appealing then. It doesn't sound appealing now, but we're going to try to carry that torch for Mr. Keene. Thank you, Mr. Keen. Ken asks, where exactly is Del from? Ken, Del is from the Jamaican corner of your heart. Wherever there is a room with no Jamaican, Del's spirit is standing in the corner, waiting to tell you he's a real person in that room. Thanks for the question. Colos Dolos. Asks a duo of questions. Kolos says, can you let Mike know I am sorry for all the aggressive questions and posts I have made about him? Yeah, I think I can. Mike. From the bottom of Colos Dolos' heart, he is sorry. I apologize on his behalf. He did not mean those vicious, violently undertoned words he gave you week after week after week. Kolos also asks, Mike, are you available to come to an undisclosed location with me later this week? Kolos, Mike will be there. You can pick him up at the docks at 2 a.m. Mike will be the guy with his hands and feet zip-tied and the bag over his head. Just pick him up. You guys can go for a little trip. Yilly asks, When is the Sonic the Rat movie coming out? Yilly, I'm pretty sure that movie already came out. It was called Detective Pikachu, and it made $430 million. Sonic is doing pretty good, too. It made uh, $267 million so far, according to the-numbers.com. I feel like I have to add the dash because they have a dash. It must be there for some reason. There must be a the-numbers.com without the dash, and I don't want to lead you guys there in case it's some kind of crazy, goatsy website. I looked it up. I looked it up. Uh, Apparently, there is a rat character in the Sonic the Hedgehog universe. His name is Renfield T. Rodin. He's only been in the the comic books, but he sounds like a real jerk, you know? He owns this sleazy amusement park or something like that. He, He traps Sonic and the gang for Dr. Robotnik, and everything goes to hell. Everything goes to hell. He sounds like a real rat. He's awful. He's awful. And I hope it gets its own spin off movie, like Sonic. <laughs> Thanks for the question, Ken asks, What are your thoughts on Disney banning smoking from its films and shows? <laughs> Thank you for this question, Ken. Thank you. I'm glad somebody finally asked me my thoughts on Disney and smoking. If you guys are new to the show, uh, this is a reoccurring, reoccurring pet peeve of mine Disney doesn't allow it. my wife probably isn't happy you asked me this question because it's a soapbox. I will not get off. And here's what my wife doesn't know. Because uh, she was asleep and I decided to, to turn on the TV, help me fall asleep. I see there's a new episode of The Simpsons. Now, understand that I understand that The Simpsons hasn't really been good in probably at least 22, 23 years. But, uh, you know, every now and then it gets little spikes of somewhat quality, but it's nowhere near what it was. Never will be again. That said, you know, after you've seen so many reruns of whatever the hell you're watching to fall asleep, as you should, if you're, if you're trying to get a good night's sleep, you should watch lots of TV and get a lot of blue light in your eyes and that sort of thing. <sighs> Point is, turn on The Simpsons, see the, the latest episode, and somebody asked uh, Patty and Selma, uh, if they had a smoke. Patty and Selma, if you don't know, that's uh, Marge's, the mom, the mom character. She has a pair of sisters. They're twins, Patty and Selma. And they're known for just smoking. They're, they're lifelong smokers. And they say, hey, you got a cigarette? Something like that. And they said, not since the Disney buyout or something like that. And then they put on some Disney hats. They acknowledge it right there. They can't smoke. They can't smoke. And you know why? Because the Simpsons... Is now on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. They, they, Disney wanted whatever they could get to get people to subscribe to Disney Plus, and The Simpsons. That's a get right there. That's a get for motherfuckers like me. Man, I'm cursing a lot this week. I apologize if you have a uh, a cursing uh, uh, allergy. (sighs) Point is. The Simpsons know. The Simpsons know what's up. They can't. They can't smoke anymore. They can't smoke anymore. I'm not a smoker. But neither are Patty and Selma anymore, which is just incredible. Incredible. You know, the Simpsons might have a little bit of leeway, but it's still. You, you got to think of the Disney Plus. Is Disney gonna show some smoking? I mean, I'm sure the older Simpsons where they they're smoking. I remember. I remember seeing a quote-unquote newer episode of the simpsons where homer says like he masturbates all the time and again apologize for the language this is a rough episode episode 74 wow little little uh little uh blue is that the the term blue we're, we're a little uh we're a little pg-13 which is the by the way that's the bar for disney plus no r-rated content i get it to a certain extent but come on you know don't put the simpsons on disney plus if that's the thing Okay? Put it on Hulu. Let everybody smoke, okay? Okay? Are FX shows going to ban smoking? You know? Shit. Because Disney owns like a majority share of uh, Hulu now. And they own all of FX. That's the, God, I'm, losing my, I'm losing my brain. I'm losing my brain. Thank you, Ken. Thank you for the relaxing question. Yoli asks, Do you count down the minutes till you're free from prison every day at 6 p.m.? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I am a walking Chris Rock bit at this point. Job versus career. Job versus career. I have a job. I'm looking at the clock. I'm counting the clock. I know. I know. If you are listening to this episode on Friday morning before 9.30 a.m., I have approximately, no, exactly 17 hours of time at work before I can enjoy my weekend or else. Thank you, Yelie. Ken asks, have you thought about doing a listener appreciation day where we all come to your home? That is a fantastic idea, Ken. I actually have a laundry room for rent that I know you'll love. So, yeah, we will get that together. I'm sure my, my wife will love this idea as well. Get a bunch of strangers at my uh, my home and we can show you that laundry room. Ken also asks, have you heard about the coronavirus? Yeah. Yeah, I think we established that at this point, you know? I mean, you didn't know what this podcast was going to be about before it was about. But I I heard that like a third of people are refusing to buy Corona beer now. Like a third of Corona buyers or potential buyers will not buy Corona beers now, which is affecting profits on shitty beer everywhere. And I don't know if that's true or just some, some bullshit meme that's going around. And I know it's hard to believe that a meme would lie to you, but I have some friends that uh, share some really uh, really questionable political posts with some really questionable facts every single day. They get lots of likes and loves and shares, and uh, people are idiots. People are dumb. Thanks, Quinn. Thanks, Quinn. Thanks for uh, the c- question, Ken. <laughs> Ken also asks, On average, how often do you use the word average? Ken... On average, I use the word average 600 times per year. This question just bumped up that average, though. I have no idea, but I'm assuming 600 sounds about right. You know, how often do you really say the word average unless you're some kind of mathematician? Somebody who uses averages a lot, you know, unless you're in the coding business or, or engineering or, or, or a math teacher, How often are you saying the word average? I'm answering this question a lot. So maybe I do. I do say the word average quite a bit. I don't know. I think we've uh, (laughs) finished our listener questions. (laughs) So we have polls on this show. Polls on this show. Uh, Last week we asked, are you satisfied with your current internet provider? 100% of you. I'm so mad at this. 100% of you guys said that uh, your neighbor's Wi-Fi sucks. You're not happy. Nobody was uh, down with AOL, and uh, I'm not down with uh, social media right now. By the way, you guys should follow us on our social media. I'm I'm slurring like a Biden right here. <sighs> I hope Biden's okay. You know, I, I don't I don't think he should be president by any means. But I have family members who've had dementia, and uh, it's not cool. You know, I I hope he's I hope he just stops. I hope he stops. All right, uh, this turned uh, sad and dark. We have a poll this week. I think it'll be on our Facebook page. We're, We're asking, what video game movie are you most excited for? Wow, I feel, I feel like we really went in a sad tone. You know, let's, uh, Mike, uh, I hope uh, you know the music's playing by this point, right? We have the, the happy music. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the show and follow us on uh, social media, at Up and Loaded. I think we talked about our Twitter, our Facebook page. We're also in, on Instant Graham Cracker, at Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. We have posts all the time, periodically, randomly. You guys should definitely follow us for more of those. This has been episode 73 four of Chris to Chris. Do me a favor and enjoy your weekend, or else